Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. You can stick it to the man and big tech. Join our FTL social mastodon at social.freetalklive.com. What is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Liberty at Night with Nate and Charlie on the Free Talk Live Network. That's right. I'm Nate Thurston. Across from me is Mr. Charles Chuck Thompson. Coming at you live from Coming at you. I forgot to do the whole thing. Yeah. You might be confused if you're listening on the podcast app right now, but by, by day, normal day, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we're Good Morning Liberty. When we want to. When we want to. By on Tuesdays, on Tuesday nights specifically, we are Liberty at Night with Nate and Charlie on the Free Talk Live Network coming at you live from Nashville, Tennessee. Hmm. How's uh, it going today, man? Home of Music City and Podcast City must be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fat Max says day 537 of not morning. It's morning in different places around the United States right yeah. now. You don't have to be. We have so, a lot of fans out in California. Yeah, you don't have to be a time zonist right now. There are plenty of places that it's morning. Uh, right now, especially, you know, when you get outside of America, there's a lot of places where it's morning right now. Okay, Some people even have a whole new day. But not even right. I'm sorry. I've just messed up the whole thing. Not morning. It's currently Tuesday night. That's right. It's I Liberty don't know what, what what came over me just then. We're definitely recording this and it's Tuesday night as you're listening mm-hmm. to this. So um, happy Tuesday night to everyone. We were gone Friday and Monday. And the whole weekend in between that, too. Well, it was President's Day yesterday. Well, you got to take so that. you got to take it. The banks were off. Mm-hmm. So when the banks... <laughs> we can't. <laughs> we can't. <laughs> exactly. How can we talk when the banks no, I was, aren't I was, even there? How can we possibly do this show with all the all the money that rolls in <laughs> while we're doing this show? It would not be safe for us to do the show on a bank holiday. <laughs> that's right, that's you know, Because right. I have to leave immediately after this show and yeah. deposit the money into mm-hmm. the bank. You know, Because of all the mail-in cash. Yeah, yeah, just the money that rolls in while we're doing it. And so we can't do anything on a bank holiday. That's right. It just, it just wouldn't be right. That was up in Illinois, visiting my uh family the and commies. the comrades up there did you see i posted that i was gonna stay monday too and you know i was still with my comrades no, I didn't that's see what that. i posted in the uh, discord channel so people that are in the fed haters club join gml.com join gml.com they got to see the message yesterday uh saying that we weren't going to be here yesterday it was a very important message yeah. of course uh bailey asked if we have a favorite president no, <laughs> I don't have a favorite president. <laughs> I would say probably the best one was the first one. Yeah, I George don't know. Washington. So Calvin Coolidge maybe could be the best one. I'm not really sure. Uh, who, whichever one did the least amount of things. Uh, I think Washington was decent in the fact that he, especially in his farewell address, and he decided that he didn't want to be king. He was like, no, I'm that's two good. terms, yeah. you know. But say, I want to be a president, not and, a king. And go back to his slaves he, after that. He warned you know? about... You know, people being in power for too long in his farewell address. It's pretty good. I do have a a least favorite president, though, which is a pretty easy one. It's, FDR? Well, no. 
He's they, second. You put your family in, He's, in a dermic camp. I've let that go. We've got to pay 20K. Okay. Everything's fine. You put your family in prison. Yeah, no, we're in fine. Prison. It's Woodrow Wilson. This is the number one okay. worst president that there is. Income tax. Income tax. Federal, Federal Reserve. Reserve. Um, FTC, I think, was started mm. under, or the F. Yeah. Was it the FTC? Pretty sure. Um, a lot of terrible stuff happened under Wilson. Also, super crazy racist dude. Um, just a really terrible guy. And we should throw out everything that happened under his presidency, mm. I think. Um, that would be the what I would because of racism, though. Yeah. You know, because everything that he did must have been based on racism mm. and none of his ideas were good. And so, therefore, we should throw out everything that happened under Woodrow Wilson. There we go. I think it might be Hoover, but that's just because I hate dams. Okay, you don't like the dam. I, you I wanted like the water natural, to go wherever it was going to go. I like natural mm-hmm. waterways. Okay, you know, I got gotcha. you. Stop. Also, is stop vacuum. damming stuff up. Also, his vacuums aren't that great. Exactly, you know, kind of overpriced, if you ask me. Yeah, for what you get, <sighs> not the power you're looking for. So, what happened? Um, what happened over the weekend? There's uh, there's some stuff that happened while we were gone. And uh, most of it pertained to Russia, other than that whole Trump decision came down while we were gone uh, that, you know, he has to pay three hundred and like sixty million dollars or something in this civil judgment. This ridiculous judgment that came down that's clearly going to get appealed. And in my opinion, is clearly just to drain him of money. That's that's all. Not even that he ever has to pay the three hundred and sixty million or whatever. It's to drain him of all the money he's paying for legal expenses right now. Do you like how the mayor of New York came out and said, "There's nothing to worry about, no, business people. Honest businesses is, have nothing to worry it's about." It's because it was Trump. She literally yeah. said, yeah. "Well, we went after this guy because it's Trump. Yeah. Like you're not Trump. You have nothing to worry about. If you have nothing to hide, you have nothing Look, to fear." He didn't do anything differently than any other business people do when you're trying to when you're trying to inflate your asset prices of course mm-hmm. you're trying to borrow as much money as you possibly can you know what i would do if i were him because they what they well, value- let me say one thing though. oh yeah go There's ahead one weird thing about I'll new york, one thing about say. new york law which is that he has to put up that money to appeal mm-hmm. either he has to through a bond or he has to put up the actual cash mm-hmm. to appeal that decision i heard something about that which I forgot is about that crazy yeah it's like having to pay a bond to go. Yeah, isn't that that's so pretty nuts? nuts. Um, the uh, the whole thing with Mar-a-Lago being value that what they value eighteen million dollars or something. If I were him, I would put Mar-a-Lago up for sale, not to actually sell it, but just to show what people would offer for it. Yeah, because whatever that number is is what Mar-a-Lago is worth. But the actual, yeah. And I bet you it's going to be more than $18 million. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the valuation is that mm-hmm. they put on it. And that's that's one thing that I would do if I were him. But I don't know. The, I don't think they're going to stop on this whole thing. Um, also, what they're not going to stop on is all of this crazy war propaganda that's been going on uh, over the weekend. Have they taken the, at the end bill of last up week. for a vote yet? In the house? For this money? Not in the house, no. Okay. the The house is in recess right now. They're out playing on the playground <laughs> right now. They come back uh, February twenty eighth, and I think when they come back, there's only like three days to avoid a government shutdown, and so we'll we'll be doing that. Maybe that'll slow them so, down, or they're going to work that into a shutdown deal hmm. somehow. Yeah, that's <laughs> more likely that's the scenario. Actually they're actually discussing scenario. it on the golf course right now. That's what Florida. they're doing. Yeah, at recess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, to have a public servant job. So this you thing, this, wouldn't that be a dream? That does sound pretty nice, actually. Yeah, you, you have recess breaks. Like, yeah, you know, I've had recess since 
since grade school. I know. You know? Okay. Um, here's, let me just tell you, before we get into the conspiracy thirst stuff, um, when the thing with Navalny happened, my immediate reaction was, yeah, CIA did that. I keep hearing Yavaldi. <laughs> Navalny. I know, but I keep hearing yeah. Yavaldi. I like to I say like, Navalny. Is there another school shooting? No, Navalny. It's like, oh, no, a Russian was mm. murdered. A Russian was murdered, which is a super... Ish. Or something happened. Murder-ish. He, He's they dead. call it sudden death syndrome is what they called it. SDS, yeah. SDS. Yeah. I think it's SOD. It's SODs. A lot of Russians mm. die from sudden opposition death syndrome. Yes. It definitely happens. So before we get into all Sods. of our crazy... <laughs> ridiculous conspiracy theories um it's just been quite a bit of propaganda at the same time that we have this bill stalled in the house and the house refusing to take up a vote on the bill it sort of seems to me and i'm not i have no i have no proof that this is what's happening but it sort of seems to me that they are um trying to build a narrative to sway people in the house into voting and passing, voting for and passing this bill. That doesn't mean I'm not. We really haven't heard much Russia talk until no, this bill was up. There hasn't been. There hasn't been hasn't much. Been, here's the timeline that just concerns me. This is why it's so easy to build this uh, conspiracy theory narrative. You're saying if it looks like a duck, it could be. And talks like a duck. Yeah. It's probably Putin that did it. It's, it's Putin. Yeah. So on the 12th of February, the Senate passed the Ukraine-Israel aid bill. On the 13th, uh, House Speaker Mike Johnson blocks the bill. On the 14th, we get this leak about a national security threat. And people are upset about the, you know, worried about that. It turns out that uh, it's Russian space nukes mm. uh, that we could potentially be. And it, we find out that it's something we've known about for a long time. But all of a sudden, for some reason, this story is turned into a news item well, uh, on Val- the 14th of last, well, it, think last about week. That makes sense, Nate. Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, Cupid shoots bows and arrows, right? Mm-hmm. And you would think that that might be a holiday where Russia would shoot, instead of bows and arrows, for love. They're shooting nukes yeah. for destruction mm-hmm. into space to blow up satellites so we can't communicate with each other. Checks out. Uh, on the 15th, the and house... What you said, they are trying to get rid of GPS. Probably. That's... That's what I would do if I were them. That way no one thing. can leave their house. On the uh, 15th, the house goes into their 12-day recess. On the 16th... Do you think that Gen Zers could read, could read an MAP? No. Okay. No, they probably think that's some kind of weapon. <laughs> <laughs> On the 16th, uh, Putin dissident uh, opposition leader Navalny dies in prison at the age of 47. We'll talk about that. I'm not just saying that Putin didn't do it or whatever. It's just all so weird to me that this stuff happens in a cluster while this house bill is sitting there not going anywhere. And there's people who want billions of dollars coming in their way, uh, coming towards them that aren't getting it because the house is refusing to pass it. So that happens on the 16th. And on the 17th, uh, we get the news story that Ukraine pulls out of a major uh, frontline city. I already have dip have dipka or something like that. I can't remember. I'll have to look at it in the yeah. news article we're going to read. Something like that. That happens on the 17th. And so now here we are trying to cover all this stuff. But when we go through all this time with not a lot happening, remember just before that we had Tucker interview with Putin come out also. And mm. Tucker's mind being blown that in a poor country, groceries were cheaper <laughs> and stuff like that, you know, yeah. um, which we really never even addressed that 
on the show, but we really need to. It was very dumb. Man, Tucker's so bad at economics. He's super terrible He's so at bad. economics. <laughs> he, he measures things in dollar stores <laughs> and then thinks that because groceries are quote unquote cheaper, which by <clears throat> the way, if you do an actual comparison, they're not. No, like no. they pay a higher percentage of their income for groceries than we do. Well, that, and then also if they got like American bread, like the American sliced bread, first of all, they get like a fourth of a loaf and that's a dollar. Yeah. Like one U.S. dollar. So they got, it'd be $4 for a loaf of bread and a full loaf. So there's different comparisons. That's, yeah. uh, I can't remember the term for it, but on, obviously uh, when you look at economics by country, there's a lot of things you take into consideration, not just what can I get here for a dollar. If that's yeah. if that's the case, I mean, I I don't know. Uh, Peru has to be one of the richest countries I've ever been that's to. Where you should go? We should follow their economic model because I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. I got like twenty soles to the dollar when I was there. Yeah, I think it's increased by now, but I could buy all kinds of stuff for the dollar. We should do whatever. Last they're time I doing. went to Mexico, I think it was. 20 or 22 pesos per dollar. They're clearly doing something right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to start with the Ukrainian forces pulling out of the city because uh, then we'll talk about Navalny, uh, which will lead us into talking about Julian Assange, uh, who is having his... Who's that? Uh, never heard of him. Who's having his hearing today and I think tomorrow where, where they will be deciding whether or not they're going to do extradition to the U.S. Well, he will face... Are they going to um, charge him with a crime? The U.S.? No. The UK, where he's being held in prison. Um, I don't know exactly what he's being held for in the UK. I know they originally arrest him, like like trying to skip sexual assault or rape. Well, that that those charges were dropped. That came from Sweden. That happened when he was still in um, Ecuador or something like that. They dropped the charges. Uh, well, he was in an Ecuadorian <clears throat> embassy embassy mm-hmm. in London. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. in London. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so that got dropped those charges. I don't know specifically why the UK is holding him, but anyway, now... He hasn't been charged with a crime, and they've been holding him for yeah. four, We've five, charged six him years. with a crime. Yeah. So that's why maybe they're going to send him to the US, where he might end up suiciding himself in prison. I mean, they already had a plan for killing him. You know, poison the CIA, you know, the CIA inside did. the embassy. By the, well, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Let's get past this uh, one of these first stories because I've got let's some get, wild theories to throw out there. Let's get past these Ukrainians dying yeah. in this war. Um, let's just the, the throwaway uh, topics <laughs> yeah. here. Ukrainian forces don't have enough artillery to battle Russia. A key withdrawal Saturday shows that dwindling probably because they don't have enough money no and we need to send them weapons that's right and if we just would have passed this bill last wednesday they wouldn't have had to pull out on saturday because what she said they would have immediately had all that artillery there's like there's weapons say that on the radio sure it's like there's weapons stockpiles in ukraine and but we have the doors locked and we're not going to tell them the combination unless we pass the bill if we would have passed the bill on wednesday we would have told them hey here's the combination for all that artillery but uh we ended up not telling them dwindling ammunition threatens ukraine's hold on the 1000 kilometer front line under withering assault by russian artillery defensive lines are in jeopardy ukrainian forces withdrew from the city of avdivka or avdivka i don't know how you say it and the don't in Donetsk region on Saturday after daily Russian onslaught from three directions for the last four months. And so it's not that I'm saying Russia didn't win this city and Ukraine didn't decide that they were out of artillery and so they had to leave. 
it's just that really this happened this Saturday. Well, right after the House goes to recess and refuses to pass this bill and Navalny dies and the Russian space nukes that like this was the Saturday where they didn't have enough artillery anymore and they decided that they needed to give up the city. It's to all Russia. just a coincidence, Nate. I hate I know. I absolutely hate coincidences when it comes to <laughs> yeah. anything involving the government, uh, for sure. And the the tricky part here is that I don't trust anyone. Like I think I think Putin's a bad dude. I think Russia's a bad country. I don't like him. I also think Biden's a bad dude. I think and Putin's pretty authoritarian. Yeah, he's a pretty authoritarian yeah. dude. And obviously, he's been hiking prices for everybody. Except is, for in Russia. They got low prices there. Exactly. It keeps yeah. them down there. And well, he hikes he's them hiking around the rest of the world. Else, yeah. He's having us pay. Uh, we're subsidizing prices in Russia. Basically, is what's happening. Uh, this was a stronghold for the Ukrainian positions deeper inside the country, away from Russia. A frontline city ever since Russia first in invaded Ukraine in 2014. The fortified settlement with a maze of trenches and tunnels served to protect important, less strengthened logistical hubs further west. Its seizure boosts Russian morale and confirms that the Kremlin's troops are now setting the pace in the fight to the dismay of Ukrainian forces who have managed only incremental gains since their counteroffensive last year. The Biden administration linked the loss of this city to U.S. congressional inaction of course. on the $60 billion in military aid for Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, President Joe Biden said he told Zelensky in a Saturday phone call, which was a perfect phone call from what I heard, after Ukraine announced it was withdrawing troops from the city, that he remained confident the U.S. funding will eventually come through. But when reporters asked if he was confident the deal could be struck before Ukraine loses more territory, Biden responded, I'm not sure what you just asked me could you say that again um that's what that's what i think biden actually said we have him on video saying some of these things he's very concerned and he's got a uh like a like a quarter zip thing on or a turtleneck or something and it really makes him look about six months younger he's looking pretty good right now Mm. you know here he is walking walking away i spoke with Zelensky this afternoon to let him know that I was confident we're going to get that money to keep that country from being overrun by Russia. Look, the Ukrainian people fought so bravely and heroically. They put so much on the line. And the idea that now, if you're running out of ammunition, we walk away, I find it absurd. I find it unethical. I find it just contrary to everything we are as a country. So I'm going to fight till we get it. Yeah, that's what it says in the Constitution. Yeah. <laughs> the thing if that, Ukraine runs out of ammunition, you got to send them more ammunition. It's our ethical duty mm-hmm. and obligation to our our honor rests well, on the fact of whether or not we send another sixty billion dollars to Ukraine. It's American national security because you know. If Russia gets Ukraine, that's where they will launch the space nukes from. <laughs> and so they want to get this fertile Russian space yeah. nuke launching ground right. uh, over there in Ukraine. Because they need to get further west. Listen, it's it's sad. I don't like wars. I don't like the fact that hundreds of thousands of people have died or been injured during this war at all. I don't like the principle, though, that every time, like, if they lose ground, that means that we need to send them more ammunition um, there's no clear plan for how they're going to win this war or how they're actually going to gain ground. I don't see any way that this ends up 
in any other way than a negotiation where they give up some of their ground and they have a ceasefire and all that. I, I don't see any other way to get around it. The only difference is, does that happen now? Or does that happen in two years after a couple hundred billion more dollars and a couple hundred thousand more people die? You know, which which one is it going to be? There's no one out there saying like, oh, yeah, we give them the 60 billion. I think half of that is to replenish our actual stockpiles, but it counts as Ukraine aid. Mm -hmm. So we give them this money and they're going to win the war. That's no one saying that they're going to need more money. later. They'll have to have more. Not enough. No. Mm -mm. And. I don't I just don't like this idea that this just means we have to like this is how this is how the war goes. What we've given them so far is not working. They're running out of people. They're literally going to run out of men to throw out there on the front lines. And I'm just going to tell you, man, I don't normally throw out wacky conspiracy theories, but I'm personally I have no proof of this. I'm personally confident that they gave up this city this weekend in order to try and put pressure on people to pass this bill. Biden was like, yeah, look. I'm confident we're going to get this money to you if you pull out of the city. Yeah. Now, is that quid pro quo? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have the transcripts of the phone call. Yeah. I don't know exactly how it went down. Mm. <clears throat> so, all right, we just played that video. Now let's talk about the Navalny thing here for a second. I put some stuff in the show notes so I could try and remember um, what I thought we needed to say today. When it comes to the Russian space nukes, I did have some notes on here. I just want to say it's okay to talk bad about Putin and also that that doesn't mean that you like support what America is doing or what Ukraine is doing. Sometimes in a situation, there aren't any good guys. Yeah. And so just to, because we don't like the American government and we think Ukraine is corrupt as well, doesn't mean you got to like Putin. Doesn't mean you got to back Russia on whatever they're doing. You Why can can't they all him suck? Too. Yeah. Like, if we had their government in America, we'd be way more upset right now than we are with the government that we have right now. It doesn't mean that you need to defend them on anything that they do. And so when it this comes to... This is why to, I say that politics has turned into religion, because yeah. it's the whole, if you're not with me, you're against me. Like, if you don't believe what I believe, then obviously you're a Putin supporter, Putin plant. You, you wish Putin was running America, like... Like a lot of people I saw in the comments after the, the Tucker Carlson interview, yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, Putin makes a lot of sense. I wonder if he'd be a good president in the United States. No. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He, wouldn't. he definitely would not. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of people on the right need to realize that you can be against what we're doing and what and and Ukraine if you want to. That doesn't mean that Putin's a good guy. None of the stuff, none of the conspiracy theories I'm throwing out right now means that Putin's not a crazy SOB authoritarian yeah. POS. It doesn't mean that you're anti-democracy. No, no. Even if you are anti-democracy, just because you believe in that doesn't mean you are necessarily anti-democracy. All right. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk about Assange, Navalny, more on Putin and Russia and the American response. Liberty Night on Free Talk Live Network. 
What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from wallofire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Wallofire.com. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I help thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. danpilla.com. USA News Update. The United States is advocating for a temporary ceasefire in Gaza that includes the release of hostages held by Hamas. State Department spokesman Matthew Miller emphasized that an unconditional pause in fighting without the release of hostages only benefits Hamas. The U.S. is gearing up to impose significant new sanctions on Russia following the passing of Russian opposition figure Alexei Navalny. What I came to tell you was, I told you we'd be announcing sanctions on Russia. We'll have a major package announced on Friday. President Biden says the sanctions aim to hold Russia responsible for Navalny's death and for its actions during the conflict in Ukraine. President Biden's brother James Biden will testify before lawmakers as part of the Republican-led impeachment inquiry into the president on Wednesday. James Biden is set to undergo a deposition with members of the House Oversight Committee. John Schaefer, USA News. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this or this... Make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. 
appreciate what we do? Help us advertise, market, and promote for just $5 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Loving friends, this is Liberty Night on the Free Talk Live Network. Nate and Charlie coming at you live from Nashville, Tennessee. We've been talking about Putin and Ukraine and stuff that happened over the weekend. I'm going to get back into this talk about uh, being against America versus supporting Putin. So I put in here, I have no doubt that Putin would want to develop a program to put nukes in space designed to take out our satellites or other country satellites. Of course he would. Why wouldn't he? Probably already has. They're probably already up there. You know, I mean, the nukes we probably got floating around in space over our heads right now. Yeah. Most of them American, more than likely. Okay, there's no That's reason... That's way smarter, by the way, than having <clears throat> ballistic missiles that go up into space. Yeah. But just have them in space and then just shoot them down. Just pew. Yeah. Like half the time, you know, way easier. Right. Just use a lot of gravity, you know. Anyway. Probably harder to detect that it's coming from... Yeah. ...than it going up into space. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know? So... Of course, of course he would want to do this. And of course, they probably have intelligence that he wants to do this. Why did this get released last week? Got leaked. Leaked. It was leaked. Why did this get leaked last week? That is the question. The question is not whether or not Russia wants to have nukes in space. I bet it was found. That's not the question. I bet it was found in Trump's papers. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. So that's probably why it was leaked. Yeah. It's Um, Trump's fault. At the end of the day, we know this is Trump's fault. When it comes to Ukraine pulling out of the city that they've been fighting in for four or five months, why did this happen this weekend? You know, or did they perfectly time the House bill to be coming in with artillery right as they were running out of artillery? Is that how it was? And they thought it was going to get passed and it didn't get passed. And they're like, well, we thought we were going to get artillery by this weekend and we didn't. Now we got to go. Yeah, sure. Credit cards maxed out. Yeah. Maybe that the bill didn't get paid. Maybe yeah. that's what happened. They're getting repossessed right now and stuff. Maybe that's what happened, or maybe. But you don't think, you know, like military industrial complex companies wouldn't like be like, "Hey, I'll give you, you know, pay me later." Yeah, I'm yeah, sure they because they know they're going to get the money eventually. I think, or or are ammunition companies not willing to take that risk. Is that what they're saying? I think Zelensky made a calculated move here, saying that I'll just even give him the benefit of the doubt of doing what's best for Ukraine. It would be better for us if we get this aid money from the United States. The American people need a little bit of motivation right now. So, therefore, instead of holding the city, why don't we give them a news story? We have to pull out of this city. Because we don't have enough artillery. In the end, I know we're leaving. I know we're leaving the city, and that may, and that's bad for us. But in the end, it will be better for us because it could help motivate them to give us more money, and that's how we're going to win this war against Russia. Uh, do you think that that's completely out of the realm of possibility? No. No. The timing is the problem with me. Why didn't this happen before the aid bill came up and got passed and then got blocked in the House? Why didn't it happen two weeks from now? After our government shutdown nonsense and stuff like that, why did it happen this weekend hmm. that we get the stories about them losing this frontline town? And now Navalny. And and Biden saying specifically that it's tied to them not getting yeah. the congressional money. Well, after Navalny, he came out and gave um, a big press conference about this. I watched it live. I was at my dad's and we turned on Fox News and Biden comes out there and he goes, uh, like make some noises, stuff like that. Uh, but overall, he talks about how terrible it is that this guy got killed in prison, that no doubt Putin had something to do with it, and that we needed to give Ukraine money. 
McGinnis press conference that this yeah. is why we need to pass this bill. Yeah. And when stuff like this happens, my little libertarian, you know, your tinfoil hat, <laughs> tinfoil hat starts Start, tingling. Starts tingling. <laughs> it's like you put my tinfoil hat in the microwave at that time. It starts lighting yeah. up, you know, yeah. and the gay frogs start chirping. Now, the, the, the confusing part about this, where I'm not just going to say that, of course, of course, the CIA killed this guy. I mean, I made some memes that said the CIA killed this guy. <laughs> Those are memes. You yeah. Know, we're going to fight this war by any memes necessary. <laughs> you know. Um, and here's uh, the thing. We don't actually know what happened. No, we don't know what happened. But. But. All of this. Why now? Yeah. Why did this happen this weekend? Well, you're anti-democratic for asking that question, Nate. Must be. Yeah. Clearly, this was Putin. This guy had been in prison for a little bit now. He's going to be in prison for a long time. They kept they kept throwing more and more charges on him. Originally, he was going to be in there for like a year, and then it was nine years, and then they attacked on 20 years on top of that. Like, they got the guy in prison. He's up in Siberia somewhere, wherever it is. Okay, they got him tucked away. And right now, if you're Putin and you're fighting the war against America or American proxies who just potentially lost a bunch of their funding and are about to give up a frontline city and stuff like that. Why, why Putin would you decide that now is the time to go out there and kill like the highest profile person that you have in prison for being opposed to you for all the world to come out there and start talking about this. I'm just asking how that makes sense. If you're Putin, I I know this guy said something about Putin's mother. That, could have been, the, and he was like, "I don't care what the world thinks. I got to get rid of this guy." Yeah, <laughs> he'd already tried to kill him. Putin, this guy had already been attempted, poisoned one time. He almost died. Like Putin wanted to kill this guy. I'm not denying that. It's not like Putin's a nice guy, and he they serve justice, and he's going to serve his time in prison. All no, that's not it. Putin definitely wanted to kill this guy, but right now, while this. $95 billion bill stalled in Congress and the American people aren't pushing people to, to pass this thing. Like, how does this happen this weekend? Is my question. The day after House goes to recess. You know? How? It's an interesting question, Nate. And then the answer is probably classified. <laughs> the answer is definitely, <laughs> definitely classified. My question is who benefits the most from this guy dying in prison this weekend? Ukraine. <laughs> yes, potentially Ukraine. Yeah. It's who benefits the most. We asked the same question after the Nord Stream thing happened. You know, who benefits? Does Russia benefit from blowing up their own means of selling natural gas to Europe? <laughs> yeah. Do they be- Obviously not. They don't benefit from this. So why would they do it? Right now, clearly, Putin wanted to kill this guy. And I'm sure he had plans of killing him. And maybe he did kill him over this weekend. But how does he benefit from it right now? when it allows the president to go out and give terrible speeches and all the people in the media are up in arms about this. Interesting comment from the live group, which you can join by going to join gmail.com from the fed haters club. Someone saying that they, he might've died a while ago. It was just impossible to hide until now. Or, so, or they just released it right now. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I had no, I have no clue on the matter uh this guy in the prison i don't know anything i don't know anything about him i watched uh, a bit of the hbo max uh documentary on him which by the way had a very ominous intro to it that i showed charlie earlier where he asked him like what do you want to say like in the event that you die 
you know, what's your message? That you're killed. That you're killed. What's your message? And he's like, oh, Daniel, no, no. It sounds like you're making a movie upon the event of my death. And like, save that for movie two. (laughs) Yeah. It's like very, it's very ominous intro Mm. for a documentary to have. Uh, I watched some of it. He seems like he's a pretty good dude. He's against Putin and mainly against corruption in Russia. Had a lot of followers, uh, had a YouTube show and stuff like that. Um, I think we would agree more with him on stuff than we would on Putin on stuff, um, with Putin on stuff uh, when it comes to government power and corruption. Uh, Putin is a dictator who likes to kill people who are in opposition to him. And so this whole thing fits. I just have an issue with the timing. The timing is so weird when it comes to this whole thing. Um, it's, now you got an opportunity for tweets like this, like from Eric Swalwell, who says, let Navalny's death be a warning to America. Now remember, this is a Russian citizen who's opposed to the Russian president dying in a Russian prison. And somehow America has to be very concerned about this. And that's that's fine with me to be concerned about people, about citizens of other countries who are against their authoritarian leaders dying in prison. But not even, I mean, you could talk about America for a second. We got a lot of people in prison. A lot of people in prison in America. Okay. Some of them are there because uh, January 6th, stuff like that. There's there's one reason. We, we have got, some people in prison in London. We got, Yeah, we'll, we'll get to Assange here in a minute. Uh, we got Snowden holed up in, in Russia, said he would come back if he could get a fair public trial, uh, which he's not going to get. And so what about, all, what about people all around the world who are put in prison by their governments and who are killed in prison by their governments? You know, it happens all the time, I'm sure. What about an American who was put in prison in Ukraine for being pro-Russia and who died there uh, a month ago? You know, that just happened, too. Uh, anyway, Swalwell says, let Navalny's death be a warning to America. If returned to power, Donald Trump will jail his opponents. <laughs> this isn't the forecast. He has already told us this. There will be no evidence or due process and certainly no opposition from Republicans in Congress. Um, yeah, as far as people jailing their opponents. Did, did Trump do any of that? I don't know if he did any opponent jailing. Now, He's, when we get into... He did say that he would, you know, he would put Hillary Clinton in jail. Yeah. Then he did. He didn't do it. You know who we did put in jail technically right now? Julian Assange, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Obama declined to do anything about Assange. His DOJ didn't do anything. Trump's DOJ is the one that did that. And Biden is continuing it. So we'll get to that here in a second. Uh, Al Franken says How? After Navalny's death, can members of Congress not vote to fund Ukraine's fight against pure evil? Mm. Yep. This is the purest, purest of evils that are out there. So the double standard when it comes to like journalists dying in prison or people being imprisoned, opposition people being imprisoned and then dying, it's, it's evident all over the place. You got this guy, uh, Gonzalo Lira. This is before he died. And this article from the UK Independent talking bad about Tucker Carlson and Elon Musk for wanting this guy freed from a UK- Ukrainian prison. Even though they're doing the same thing? 
Now, he's imprisoned Ukraine for being a pro-Putin propagandist and talking good about the war and how the war was a good thing. He's an American citizen. He's in Ukraine, and he gets put in prison in Ukraine. Uh, this, this article from The Independent uh, is talking about <laughs> far-right people uh, wanting him to be released. We don't have to go through the actual article and all that. Uh, it's just kind of funny, the difference, when you switch over to... Um, I don't know, Navalny, because this same publication had plenty of things about Navalny and how terrible this was. Uh, this guy eventually ended up dying January 12th of this year. Uh, I think he was imprisoned on December 12th of 2023. Or That's the article. That's when this article came out. Sorry, I don't know when he actually went into prison, but he died um, in early January in prison mm. from pneumonia. Mm. That's cold For in sure. Ukraine. Yeah. yeah, it is cold. He was 55 years old, and so you know how it is. 55-year-old people die from pneumonia um, a lot. Uh, so go, anyway. go back, though. Uh, it's just cra- This story's kind of crazy. Back one more. Um, he, re- he was imprisoned in Ukraine after his arrest earlier this year on charges of disseminating pro-Russian propaganda during wartime. Mm. So Lira describes himself as a journalist, but his critics describe him as a as an apologist for Putin and accuse him of spreading conspiracy theories about shadowy American bio labs supposedly hidden in the country. So they believe in free speech. Yeah, clearly. This is his crime. But I guess during wartime, you don't have free speech. I guess you can't not. talk I mean, about any conspiracies during wartime. I guess not. I mean, look at our uh, espionage act and this whole thing that started during uh, world war one and uh you know this was basically people who were anti-war activists and the main reason that we that we have this was the was that wilson also did we forget to attribute something to woodrow wilson i can't remember someone fact checked me on that in the in the uh, private discord group Mm. someone let me know all right I wanted to call out Vivek Ramaswamy, who has spent the last few weeks essing Trump's D uh, over the, you know, maybe getting the VP spot or something like that. Uh, Vivek had something to say about Julian Assange today. He says, Charlie, what does he say? Every American who has rightly denounced Navalny's death should also speak out about the injustice we still have an opportunity to correct. Pardon Julian Assange. He now sits in a foreign prison for doing what the D.C. press corps does every day. Yet Chelsea Manning, the government officer who actually leaked the information to Assange, had her sentence commuted by Obama for obvious reasons. She's trans or is smart enough to pretend to be. This is wrong and the two-tiered justice system needs to end. So if Julian Assange just came out as Julia Assange, <laughs> maybe, maybe that would fix the problem. She would be freed. Yeah. Mm. Um, a lot of people have been speaking out against what's happening to Assange. The New York Times has been really good on this uh, because they are talking about this threatening press freedoms. So the reason I wanted to call out Ramaswamy is because of something that I mentioned earlier. Uh, the Obama DOJ repeatedly refused to bring any charges against Assange because they said it was press freedom. And would set a bad precedent. And he was publishing things like any other news organization was publishing things. They might have been terrible, and they were on quite a lot of things, but they would not press any charges against Assange. Who did? Who did? Although he was still in asylum. He was in he was. the Ecuador, Ecuadorian embassy yeah. in London. 
These charges, which I wish Vivek would have mentioned, because he did mention Obama here a little bit, um, I wish he would have mentioned the fact that it was the Trump DOJ that brought these charges against Assange and the Biden DOJ continuing those charges uh, right now. And all the people that are out there talking about Assange need to also ask yourself, why did, why did the Trump DOJ do this? Why did he allow this to happen? Does he actually care about freedom of speech? The Wasn't First he Amendment? considering, like, pardoning Snowden? I, I don't know. If he, I mean, they, you know, in that Snowden movie, there's a clip of uh, Trump saying that uh, Snowden should get the death penalty. Mm, oh, that's right. When he was on, uh, like, Fox News or something yeah. like that. So I, I don't know if he was or not. Of course, it was in a movie, so it's definitely true. So it brings us to what's going on with Assange right now. Right now, the question is, is he going to be extradited to the United States where he will, unfortunately, end up killing himself in prison? Mm. I, that's just what happens. Yeah. It's just a thing that happens, you know? Yep. Um, no, you know, all jokes aside, don't want anything bad to happen to this guy. I read up a lot on it today, especially this massive piece from a few years ago about how the CIA had this plan to kill him. <laughs> Mike, Mike Pompeo. <laughs> yeah. Pompeo was all over this dude wanting to kill this guy. Trying to, literally trying to poison him. Yeah. So, um, who is Julian Assange? Uh, Which just makes to... all those movies true that <laughs> yeah. you watch. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, if you embarrass the government, they'll come after you and try to kill you. Mm-hmm. You know? And, um, so now, now, I think the Bourne sit series mm-hmm. is probably true. Yeah, probably. You know? I haven't seen it. So they probably have these all, government assets out there. And then once you tell them you're not going to do it anymore, they'll come after you mm. with everything they got. I've got to dip, dive, duck, dodge, and dodge. And dive. I haven't seen those. Are they good? Yeah. The I like movies? Them. Yeah. Okay. I think they're good. I'll check it out. In April 2010, WikiLeaks released footage showing the U.S. Well, now you have to watch it because it's probably based on true events. Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> WikiLeaks released footage showing a U.S. Apache helicopter attack which killed a dozen people, including two Reuters journalists in the Iraqi capital, Baghdad. This caused the platform to gain prominence. Uh, Also in 2010, it released more than 90,000 classified U.S. military documents on the Afghanistan war and almost 400,000 secret U.S. files on the Iraq war. The leaks represented the largest security breaches of their kind in U.S. military history. By the way, showing a lot of crimes yeah, that the United crimes. States government was committing. War crimes. Yeah. Just like Snowden being holed up in Russia right now, and, and he can't come home because he showed the world that the U.S. was breaking its own rules yeah. and its own laws yeah. and violating the Constitution. That's mm-hmm. his crime. Uh, WikiLeaks also released 250,000 secret diplomatic cables from U.S. embassies around the world with some of the information published by newspapers, such as the New York Times and Britain's The Guardian. The New York Times and The Guardian published this exact same information uh, that WikiLeaks published. U.S. politicians and military officials angered by the leaks argued the unauthorized publication of information put lives at risk. And isn't that what they always say? The lives of civilians they mowed down (laughs) from the Apache helicopter? (laughs) Not those lives. Now, one thing I'd forgotten about was the WikiLeaks involvement with the 2016 election. They're the ones who exposed the DNC. DNC. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that was hacked i guess and and the dossier <laughs> they they hacked um or russia sorry um hacked the dnc wikileaks published uh these emails ended up leading to debbie washerman schultz uh, resigning not too long after that of course you also get this talking point that uh, julian assange is a russian asset 
which I think they're still holding on to right now. Is he a Russian asset? I don't know. I don't know if he is or not. Um, I couldn't, couldn't tell you. It's certainly a possibility. He's some kind of Russian asset. I don't know. Or he just used what the Russians did to publish on WikiLeaks because it was important information for people to hear. It's not like he published things that weren't true. Right. Like it's not like it's not like it's propaganda like the bad, or slander. Like the you you show emails that like we're conspiring against or Bernie defamation. Sanders. Like we're conspiring against one of the candidates in the Democratic national uh primary elections. You know, we're we're gonna conspire against him and you show people that you're doing that and the problem is you. Yeah. For showing people that we were doing that. Yeah. You know, that's where the issue is. It's it's just crazy how that happened. Uh, let's see. They say now he would sound more like a Russian asset if Russian Russia gave him information that wasn't true that mm-hmm. he published to try to deter an election or something. Yeah, but no, this is this actually happened. It's real stuff. It's real emails, <laughs> especially when you're talking about the war crimes stuff like that. Like these are things that people need to know. Like the American people need to know about these things. The world needs to know about these things. We're we're warring against people, human beings around the world, and they're using our money to do it. Like they, they take our money, and there's just the lowest amount of consent possible. And that amount of consent is that we don't start a civil war against our government ever. So there's like the lowest amount of consent that there is, and that they take our money and they go war against other human beings around the globe. And it's bad for us to find out that they're committing like some kind of war crimes with our money yeah. and wars that are being done in our name yeah, around the world to our national security somehow. I just, you know, I just can't buy into that, man. Yeah. And now all this happening now at the same time, and this timing has to be purely coincidental because this has been on the books for a little bit, but um, this timing is weird. Also that now we're talking about Assange and, whether or not Assange is going to get brought back to face trial in the U.S. where he will spend the rest of his life in prison if found guilty, which he will, of of all of these crimes, I'm sure. And at the same time, we're up there giving press conferences about Navalny being killed in prison. We're, we're giving press conferences about Putin jailing people who disagree with him. And here this week, we're talking about how we want to bring a guy back to the U.S. so we can give him 175 years in prison for exposing war crimes that our government committed against other human beings around the planet. Similar to the the New York Times and and, uh, The Guardian publishing similar information. Well, there was a good, uh, there was an article. I don't know if I put it. No, I didn't put it in here. The... um, Laura something is her name. She's a documentary filmmaker who made Citizen for um, the Snowden thing. Yep. You know, uh, she had an op-ed in the New York Times. It was a couple of years ago, I think, that it actually came out. But it was related to this article that said I'm guilty of violating the Espionage Act, and it was all about how she helped publish stuff from Snowden and all that, and WikiLeaks and all that. And she was talking about how terrible it was that we were putting pressing charges bringing charges against Assange and um, how this is going to end up chilling a free press from being able to talk about crimes that our own government is committing rules that they're breaking. 
because now they can just round you up and they're going to throw you in prison for the rest of your life. And I'm supposed to sit and here. And the fact that they, you can't make an argument about the Constitution in court. No, you can't. They like they restrict freedom of speech in mm-hmm. court. Yeah. You can't say what you want to say in a proceeding that determines whether or not you spend the rest of your life in prison. <laughs> it's crazy. It is crazy. Um, that was actually detailed in this and article And what are we doing? Somehow. We're just sitting around making a podcast about it. Yeah. You know what? You know? you know what our leaders are doing? They're sitting around talking about how bad Russia is for jailing their political opponents, and how we should give up our money now to go fight against Russia because Russia is such a terrible country because they jail their political opponents. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. What? It's the pot calling the kettle <laughs> silver. You know. Coming up, we're going to get more into this uh, war propaganda, cold war propaganda is what it sounds like to me. And then we'll also be doing Dumb Bleep of the Week. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We We want pizza! You see, advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. Thank you. 